Welcome, folks, to episode 71 of the Morgue, an official Corpse Feed podcast. And with me always is my buddy, my producer, Mr. Nick Valdez. Howdy, Tex. What's up, man? How you doing? Howdy, everybody. Uh, so, Arturo Padilla, I want to know about Halloween 6. So, like, uh, just as, <laughs> just some background info uh, leading in for the buddies at home. So, uh, before we started this show, uh, Arturo, like, before we started this recording, Arturo was like, yo, I gotta tell you about Halloween 6, and, like, which is the most random thing ever. Like, so, <laughs> so... It was a director's cut, or okay. what, what's right, going so, on, Arturo? Lay first, this down. All right, so first, a little setup, right? But it was the unrated producer's cut, right? That's so okay. weird. So, okay. okay, yeah. A little bit yeah. of setup, right? Um, so Halloween 6, The Curse of Michael Myers um, is uh, uh, stars Paul Rudd. That's his first, like, real feature movie, right? Um, yes. And um, it's also the first Halloween movie I saw in theaters. My mom took me to see it when I was 10, you know, um, and I saw it with the big green as well. And that double feature right. I told you about. So right. I was um, so on top of that, I just finished watching um, Infinity War and Endgame. And I was like, Paul Rudd was good in these movies. I want to see Paul Rudd in something I want to watch. Right. I was like, oh, let me go watch The Curse of Michael Myers. Boom. So I right. go on Amazon. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, OK, sweet. Let me go rent this fucking movie real quick. Right. But then Amazon had this one image showing that i've never seen in my life it's like this black and white version of the cover but just drawn out and it said unrated producers cut and i'm like what the fuck is this shit um and it was 96 minutes the original movie was about 89 minutes or something like that Mm -hmm. um so i was like wait a minute i've never heard of this before and on top of that i've never heard of a producer's cut so dude what i watched was the fucking wildest story in ever told in like haddonfield history my man so Okay, so you know how it starts off with Jamie having the baby and stuff like that, right? So right. they they extend that scene a little longer, adding more of that druid shit in it, right? So yeah, because that's the one where he's it starts getting all like magic, yes, and that shit, right? And that's exactly where they took it. So just to make a long story short, because I don't want to get too into it, because it's just right. like pretty much the movie is the same right in the middle, but the beginning and the end are totally fucking different. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So um they extend the baby scene with with Jamie and stuff um and Jamie acknowledges Michael being there and to help her and all that stuff which is fucking crazy cuz you know she's running away from him in the original version. Um and at the, dude the, okay, so okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like this is it, this is a lot. Okay. Like for <laughs> I'm going to condense it right to the end. Dude, so okay. the very end of the movie. We all know in the original, Loomis dies, right? Because Michael Myers, I believe, puts his fingers right through his eyes at the, um, um, as a kill or something like that along those lines in the hospital ward scene, right? At the end. Right, yeah. In this version, Loomis lives. Um, what? Yes. And in this version, there are scenes that were shot with Loomis that I've never seen in the original one. So I think it was more um, a- as a-, a cut to kind of 
give Loomis some shine since that was his, you know, he passed away um, after that was done. Yeah. So that must have been the producer part of it. Dude, so it's wild, wild, wild. So they focus completely on the the druids. I mean, uh, the the um, the runes and the druid aspect of everything. And at the end, instead of that awesome hospital scene where, you know, it's Michael against these other people running around classic style with the fucking lights flickering everywhere. And that shit gave me nightmares as a little kid. You know what I mean? But that whole scene is fucking gone. It's this whole like ritual, like um, occult ritual at the end. And then here's the fucking big thing. That baby is Michael's baby. What? The baby is Michael Myers' baby, dude. What? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. It it was wild. So then I was like, wait, it hurt my mind. So I went, dude, so I rewatched it again because I was like, I I was, I was just. Yeah. There's no way. Flabbergasted by just like (laughs) the unmitigated gall to do this. Right. So I go back and then, and then the beginning scene where Jamie is, is being held down and stuff like that. Right. Um, there's a scene where it kind of looks like they were holding Jamie down for Michael in this ritual. And then the entire time on top of this, the other big uh, thing, uh, the entire time, um, Loomis was like, oh, so the entire time uh, Michael was being controlled by these runes. And I thought you were just pure evil, but you're being controlled here. And I was like, what is going on? My brain melted for a second, man. I had to put myself in a freezer to get myself back together again after that one. But folks, yeah, folks, but if you want to watch some wild shit, and I know you guys like watching wild shit, um, go rent the unrated producer's cut of, um, of, Halloween Six: The Curse of Michael Myers, and even in even the title screen, they put the A as like the this thorn sign, this rune thorn sign. Yeah. Um. And then what's funny is that at the end, like the the this sign that Michael has on his um on his wrist, you know how they you know kind of push that little sign he had on on his wrist, mm-hmm. it, it it transfers to Loomis, and Loomis at the end goes like ah. And then he kind of cuts away, and he's and he's still alive. Yo, it's dude. Honestly, it's um, it was a wild viewing experience. That sounds, yeah, that sounds wild, dude. Parallel, I, that, <laughs> that sounds like parallel universe kind of shit, dude. You know totally. I mean? like, I'm like, oh my god, this like total. And, and on top of that, I'm like, hey, Michael, remember this is your niece. You had a baby with. That's what I'm saying. That's why there's so much oh. that's like fucked up with it. And you know what? Maybe. Maybe it is a good idea that it was just the producer Dude, cut that and, no one and, ever saw. Right? And I like, think they use like the worst scenes from the editing room. You know what I mean? The, the, right. like, the, from the editing floor, like because the acting in this one seems completely just like ridiculous. Like like it looks like cuts that were just you know extra shit that they were cut. You know, like right. Paul, Paul Rudd's um, performance in this one, like, I can't take him seriously because he just seems like it was, like, bad takes, you know? Yeah. So it's a movie full of bad takes, period. (laughs) That's so wild. This is probably why we got what we got in the original, you know, in the original Curse of Michael Myers. If this was was a producer cut at it, you know, like, maybe we – we apparently did get the best of a bad situation. Like, because like somebody I, went super rogue with that story. But imagine yeah. like, like I know, imagine that, that was world, the, right. That was imagine the original story then. Right. It had to have been. 
Like, so they, you know what? Someone, someone watched that. Someone important watched that and was like, I don't like it. And so they had to change it. It's like, yes, I love it. (laughs) But it's the other way, dude. Like, I don't like it. I don't want it. And then they fucking had to redo it. It's like, no, this is garbage. Let's cut this chunk off, this chunk off, and put a hospital scene in there. I know, like, like, yeah, I want to move on, but like, I'm so fucking dude, flummoxed. And like, flab- and like, I'm like uh, Michael Myers' son. Like, dude, is that, and the is that way, what they wanted to do for part seven? Like, maybe, son of Myers? But, like, because, like, the whole point was to, like, transfer the evil from Myers to his kid, like a new generation or something. Right. Yeah, that was the whole point of the ritual, I guess. And, dude, that was just fucking. It wow. was just. Dude, that was quite the experience. Quite yeah, the experience, no, but folks, I, um, uh, <laughs> it's yeah, it's you just got to kind of bask in that experience for a little while. I but, yeah, uh, like we yeah. we got we got a lot to talk about today. But at the same time, about. like I'm like fuck. No, because it, it's it's so <laughs> shitty. It's interesting. You know what I mean? Right, it, it, yeah, it's one of those yeah. things that it's so bad that you just have to like talk about it you know yeah that's so fucking um, wild dude yeah and it's it sucks too because uh you know like in the original one like myers gets like fucking punctured by like three fucking needles by paul rudd right in the neck um right that's all gone all that awesome like you know scary chase cat and mouse thing is gone and the climax of the movies changed completely that's what whole, it sounds like everything and then it's like it's it's like you said, it's like a different universe. But in terms of different universe, I would much rather take the story in Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, than fucking what we got on this producer's cut. But Ooh. it was fun. It was fun, folks. But yes, Mr. Valdez is absolutely correct. It is uh, – we have a lot to talk about today. We have a double feature for you guys. Um, and the first one um, up is uh, an original movie. Just before we get into it, it's um, it's Seance by Simon Barrett. We've spoken yes. about it before, but I want to talk about something. Tex, this is the first original film we've seen in a long time. Yeah, last um, one was yeah. like St. Maud. I think it was the last like Dude. straight up. Well, no, unless you're counting like Willy's Wonderland and like oh. and, and technically Army of the Dead. Heck, like if you want to get into like, True. I, I, get, I, I get, I get what you're saying, yeah. but I, I also get but, what you're, you're right. saying here. You're like, right, though. You're right. You're right. It, those were also original stories, you know, kind of. But right. You know, but, but I get what you're saying. Like, yeah, yeah. In terms of what we've been talking a lot about lately, you know, because we covered Maud and Willie's a long time ago. Yeah, Army of the Dead was recent, but it was, you know, it's forgettable. But, like, you know, like the Mortal Kombat's and the Godzilla's and the Conjuring 3's and the Quiet right. Places 2's. Sequels and reboots. Sequels and reboots, you know? Um, yes. So, it was kind of a um, cool seeing an original idea finally put on uh, on um, on screen there, um, and it wasn't that bad. It's definitely not like a movie to go run and watch or rent or anything, <laughs> right? You know, um, but, yeah. But in terms of the what this means for horror, like I'm 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 looking at it in a way where it's okay. We have a person out there that now finally got their legs under him in terms of uh, a directorial debut, right? Uh, Simon Barrett. Who usually works with um, Adam Wingard, right, and that mm-hmm. team, 
So now we have him who finally had his movie made and now he he has that experience and now we have another um, person in horror that can write and direct and, and do a kind of a decent job with it. So I'm hoping yeah. his stuff gets okay. better. So like in retrospect, um, in the grand scheme of things, I should say the movie, it was very, eh, you know, it has its good points. I agree. Yeah. You know, it, ha- it has its good points. It has its good ideas, but it's uh, it's very debut. You know, it, it's very like a first time, yes. you know, movie. And, and you can see it in the camera work. You can see it in the story even. But it was good to see fresh meat you can say you know um, yeah. because we have all these all these movies out there the whole horror and genre thing in general the whole action sci-fi genre thing is all played with sequels and stuff so it's nice to see somebody um put a fresh idea out there but um even though it wasn't totally successful i just like the fact that we finally have you know fresh meat in the horror bin you know what i mean right yeah i i'll agree uh i'll i'll add to that by saying that like in terms of our score you pay for it wait for it or stay away from it it's pretty much a stay away from it yeah it's It's not that good it's it's (laughs) right on the border of like if you you know if you happen to catch it maybe like it's it's very like and that's the thing like but also at the same time it's it's fairly low budget it's it's fairly like it's low risk at the same yes, time. Exactly. It's also like in a couple of months, I think it'll be on Shutter, like because it's like a Shutter production as well. Oh yeah, so, so it, yeah, for sure it'll be on Shutter. Yeah, so like it, it, on Shutter, it's perfect, you know, like because you know if you're on Shutter already, you're looking for this kind of stuff. But even then, it still be like ah, you know, and, and that's the issue. But at the same time, it's not like. Not something you have to throw out. Completely. No, that, I think exactly. that's what. Yeah, I think that's what we're saying too. Like, yeah. uh, it's it's not like there there are a lot of good ideas in terms of like coming out with your first one. Like, yeah, he's he's written a lot of these movies. He's worked with Wingard a lot, but like in terms of uh, directorial ideas, yeah, yeah him having a, full control, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's a lot of clunky debut stuff, but at the same time, like. I like a lot of like I like a lot of the little choices. There's a lot of fun little things. Yeah. Um, like, uh, uh, for instance, um, I uh, like the fact that I know you do that. The cast, you know, it's it's set in this kind of prestigious academy or something like that, right? And, right. And you know, the girls look like you know high schoolers. You know, it's yeah. Until you pointed it out to me, like, yeah. I I think like uh, Suki Waterhouse is like the is the main girl. Yeah, and she like, looks the oldest for sure. She definitely <laughs> looks like she she's not fitting in with the high school. And I guess when you get to like you know, uh, oh, it's full spoilers. Yeah, here. yeah. When care. you get to the reveal, it makes sense. You're like, oh, that's why you look older. But then still, if your best friend was a high schooler last semester, were you like you see like like it would have been cool if they were like, oh yeah, because they say we grew up together, but they never say the age difference. They never really right. get into anything else. So you kind of assume they're the same age. And if you're in high school, 17-year-old, max 18, right? Because it's supposed to be like seniors now. Um, right. You know, you look kind of like you've been maybe, you know, junior year of college maybe, you know? Yeah, it sounds like yeah, <laughs> but, um, it's a little, so, a little rougher. But so, uh, Yeah. So in terms of that, um, as we get deeper into it, that's where the problems start. So Waterhouse um, – so the whole movie is a little – swerved out because when you watch the trailer it it kind of looks like 
kind of the crafts kind of yeah. parody kind of thing, you know? Like, I remember when we were talking about it, we couldn't actually figure out what it was supposed to be. Because and and right so. we and yeah, like we were both like, oh, you know, it maybe it's a witch thing, but then there's also like a killer, so maybe it's like a slasher movie. Yeah. But then and then no, it turns out it's none of that. Like it it's, turns yeah, out it's, it's like, none of that. It's none of that. It, so um it, it turns out it's uh it's some kids trying yeah, to kill like, off people for some like reason or other. Murder mystery thriller thing, but then there's no mystery. Like it's like I I don't know. Like that's the thing. It's its idea is too big. Like it's yeah. trying. It's trying too much. And but that's the thing. It's like how do you you know y- you want to critique him and be like, oh, you went too far. But at the same time, it's like you, you can't really blame him for going for it, right? And so I'm like, oh, yeah. I, I I wish I wish but, it connected. But I think at the same what, time. Like, but yeah. at the same time, it's not his first rodeo in terms of story writing. Right? Yeah, that's that's I think that's what's right? bugging so, me about this. It's- exactly. Right. Like there seems to be a lot of holes in, in the story and you would expect something a bit more tight from the person who helped write uh, the, uh, your next and the guest. You know? Yeah. And it's so, the same kind of twist, right? Like It's yes. the same kind of genre twist on like, oh, oh, it's like a oh, it's going to be a witch movie. Oh, it's not a ghost movie movie it's actually a killer movie oh it's not a killer movie it's actually a revenge movie and uh, yeah yeah so it gets very it gets very dicky towards the end of it and honestly the reveal was fucking corny as shit you know yeah it's Um, very corny it it was it was corny and you mentioned the word clunky it felt like it too yeah Um, so like just to just to wrap just to wrap this up and speed through it so the climax of the movie is like so the kill the killer this whole time they have been killing these their friend group because like she she wrote an essay that she stole from her dead friend that she also killed but she wanted us and then she got a scholarship and then she was like oh they're gonna find out i i wrote this essay so i have to that's right too. that was her motive i totally yeah, like, forgot because it was I know, I'm uh, trying to, like i'm piecing it back <laughs> together in my head i'm like that's right yeah so so yeah. <laughs> she had stolen um her dead friend's you know uh writing and she submitted it um as her own and, and she won the scholarship she didn't know she was gonna win it but she was like fuck it after i won it i'm gonna have to find a way to make sure my friends don't know and it seems like see but this is when the writing for some reason got lost because why not explain to them how important that writing competition was because it seemed like it, it was a big deal when they were like oh you know you got the scholarship that's awesome blah 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 but you're like okay but what, what are you talking about you know um yeah it wasn't it didn't really go into how important it was for her to be you know Dude, killing off her friends she wasn't even like she wasn't even saying shit like oh i really needed the money at least give us a motivation yeah like, like oh yeah my parents live in a trailer and you know my mom has cancer so i needed the money you know yeah, or, or like or oh i've been i've been like yeah i've been lying to all of you this whole time i've been broke and just like we've been barely scraping by or whatever like something but like her whole thing was and then you have a 
you have a Billy and Stu in there, you know, because she's <laughs> like, because yeah, the main girl, like the main killer girl, is actually like working with like the the handyman living dude. Who's the headmistress's son. So the headmistress of the academy, her son is a live is the living handyman. Which the minute I saw him, I told my wife, I'm like, yo, this was gonna be like the boy where he lives <laughs> inside the house and he knows how to get to every room and shit. Right. Boom. That's exactly what the fuck happened. Because um, there was a scene where um, he has a key to get into the people's rooms, and then her um, his mom shows up and kind of you know protects him. She's like, "Oh, you know, I'll I'll speak to you later about this." And I'm like, "Oh, this is some psycho shit. You know, this is Mama's boy over here. It's like the right. boy meets psycho um, with another shitty movie. You know what I mean?" But like that whole thing too was weird because. Apparently, he met the girl when in her freshman year, and she was 14. I don't even yeah. know how old he is. Um, just say, like, yeah, on top of bad motivations, yeah. you get weird, like, groan-inducing fucking... And, and like, it's funny, because one of the girls, Camille, you know, the, the head girl goes yeah, like, Ew, she was, you know? like, like, gross. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, this movie is kind of gross. Oh, um, yeah, and then on top of that, the, that's not the end of the reveal, right? Like, oh, no, so, it's not. So the main girl, like, her... Apparently, she's not herself. She's not like, Camille. Yeah, like, you've been getting hints through that whole thing because she's not good at ballet or whatever. Yeah, that, yeah. And, and yeah. I'm just like, whatever, like, who cares? It's ballet. But apparently, but, it's a ballet school. Apparently, <laughs> right? That's why I was like, um, is this, like, gym class or something? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, they do ballet in gym class, dude. Yeah, so. I, think, I think it's what's so ultimately disappointing about it, right? Because we know this dude, at least, like, we know he's contributed to some very good stories, you know, and like, and the problem is like now we have this story with a lot of it. Yes, a lot of tightening up could have been good. You know, like yeah, killer girl like fucking killing off her friends, pretending it's pretending it's a ghost. Like that would be cool. Yeah, it, um, I'm I'm thinking text. Maybe it could be like he's had this script on the shelf for a long time. You know. Right. The, the pandemic happened, so you know he had this money. Maybe he went to Shutter, and Shutter was like, "Oh, you're Simon Barrett. Sure, why not?" You know. Right, um, yeah. So that kind of makes sense in a way, but it kind of still doesn't excuse the poor writing. Because, like you said, you can always dust it off and and you know re-edit it, redraft it. You know, like it wasn't like you made the movie years ago and now it's released. You know, right? Um, so. Uh, in that sense, I don't forgive it for its kind of, you know, for it, for all the plot holes and all the very kind of, uh, what the fuck moments and the, oh, yeah. brother moments, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Because, like, you know, I, like I said, I'm torn because I'm like, it's a directorial debut and it's like, how, how hard do you go on to these shits? But then, like, at the same time, we wouldn't hold back from someone like John Krasinski with like a quiet place, or we wouldn't yeah. hold back. We wouldn't hold back from some like from we didn't hold back from Adam Wingard and Simon Bear before when they no. did your next. You know? and Blair so Witch. Like, Remember Blair Witch? And Blair Witch. So yeah. it's like, why would we hold back just because it's his first movie? Yeah. But then like you you have the credibility. We didn't hold back with Invisible Man. Exactly. Like, and like this is this is your debut. This is you have to kill it. And Unfortunately, you did it. Like it may, maybe, like I'll even go out and say, maybe you don't have the chops for directorial. You know? And that's like, okay. You know what? And that's yeah. okay. You know, because like, listen, like that's just knowing. I, I have a brother who works in like in film and stuff, and just seeing like on the TV level of stuff how hard right. everything is. 
it's okay to just be a writer. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you don't have to have control of everything. You don't need to be a Zack Snyder with exactly, like, your like on like 20 different jobs. If you you're know? the writer <laughs> and producer, you have enough pull on the project that you don't need to have, you know, your eye on everything. Because even the film looks very, you know debut you know it looks very yeah. first time shot um yes everything looks a bit um focused in a bit um like everything was um carefully shot because yeah, it's it very like, it's very tight like on yeah things. um yeah. but it 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 feels like a debut you know which is again i'm not knocking it but like i'm not knocking the film or the production i'm knocking the story you know yeah. what I mean? because Ultimately, you know, i think that's what it is yeah. yeah because like budget aside horror i think we've said it here before horror is a genre where you don't need a big budget to make something memorable the fact that you have under your belt credits on your next on the guest, on a movie like Blair Witch even, it's still like money and Hollywood stuff, you know? We expected a little bit more. I wasn't expecting a Krasinski kind of, you know, director, you know, mode and vibes and shit like that. But right. I was expecting a story to at least kind of swerve me better and keep me captivated and motivated. Um, And it kind of didn't. To be honest with you, the best part of the movie was when the first girl got stabbed. It was just a moment that I didn't expect to happen because I, I didn't think they were going to actually kill people like that, you know? Right. Um, so the minute I saw that, I was like, okay, here we go. You know, I was like, joke. I'm like, and here we know, <laughs> yeah, you know, that's yeah. it. <laughs> I was like, I was, I was going to add on to that and be like, yeah, like that's ultimately what, what starts the disappointment trade, you yep. know, cause it's like, they don't play with the, they don't play with any of the ideas long, right? Like they don't play with the seance idea, like the ghost idea long. Yeah. And then when um, they, when they reveal that it's an actual killer doing these things, they don't do anything with it until yes. like, you know. Uh, yeah, which you're, you're absolutely right. I'm glad you brought that up because there is actually a ghost there, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. You know, like the ghost of Carrie, the girl who was killed, is actually like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We. I don't think we mentioned that. There's another girl who was killed in the beginning. And that's yeah. what sends the main character to the school because she's like, I'm getting revenge from my friend. And then. But apparently. So, there's but also, then, like, yeah. but then it's weird because I thought her room was haunted, but then she appeared in that other girl's room too. So yeah. I was like, "What's going on with this, Simon?" You know, yeah. because I understand the room being haunted and Camille being haunted because that's where you know she died and whatnot. You know what? I also didn't like, dude. You see, the, the more we talk about it, the more I want to just fucking break it up. Um, but like <laughs> those stupid masks, man. Yeah, they they had like made these masks in art class or something, and it's it's not it's low budget, but like low budget in the bad way, and then like at the same time, like those are the ones they chose to wear when they killed people, and I know, man, it's it's very it's just a, there's a lot of bummers, like when you like that's why it's basically a stay away unless you're super curious about it, like and even then, like. And even then, you if really, you hear this, you're like, okay, I'm going to stay away from it. Yeah, just seance, you, you've gotten what you need out of our conversation here. Like, just know going forward that, like, he tried and it didn't quite work. And like you said, there's nothing wrong with, like, not having the directorial chops. Not everyone exactly. does, you know? Exactly. Uh, 
Just just pour all the energy into the shit you're good at. And clearly, maybe that's what happened here. Like, maybe he was trying to, like, divert his creative energy to, like, the whole package. When it's like, no, you over, like, you saw the forest. What was he it? extended you see himself the for- too much. Yeah. yeah, it was like you didn't see the forest for the trees or some shit like that. Where oh, it's yeah, like, no, yeah, exactly. That saying, which I never understand. I, <laughs> but yeah, well, yeah he, he was looking at the whole package, but not looking at the part that it's he like, what do you mean, forest for the trees? Of course, there's trees in a forest. Like, <laughs> but, oh, um, man. uh, but yeah, yeah, so was, yeah, just so stay away from that one, folks. Yeah, um, stay away. Instead, right? Instead, like, well, why don't you go watch um our next feature film and the headliner of this d- double feature main attraction show, uh, Cruella, Disney's own Cruella, now on yeah. um, on Disney Plus with um, uh, Premier Access. Premier yeah, Access, but, yeah, it's yeah. thirty bucks, but you know, if you have a movie ticket, costs twenty one dollars. Popcorn costs ten, soda costs another five. Yeah, so, weird, right? Know, yeah, because you you <laughs> saw it with your family. That's like yeah, yeah. thirty dollars for you saved you money. That, <laughs> exactly, because I have two kids and a wife, and I had my own snacks, so I saved yeah. myself a shitload of money. Um, <laughs> but um, you know, if you have. Uh, a couple of bucks to spare, you know, if you can, you got some friends or whatever. Um, I highly recommend uh, paying for Cruella. Um, it's a pay for it for me because it's, yeah. it, it's the best movie I've seen in a long time. I was going to say it's complete opposite, like, of end of the <laughs> spectrum, right? This yeah. is a, like, while well, the other one was like, no, stay away. This is a total, like, yeah, go check it out. Check it out. I agree. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's honestly um the best overall package, and um I've seen um this year. Wow, that's see, that's huge. Okay, I mean, if you think about it, like if you think about it, it's it has a good story. The acting is solid. The supporting cast is even better, surprisingly good. Like those two dudes were awesome. It looks great. Emma Stone just seems like it was made for her. You know, like she got to show off her looks and she got to like those eyes work just perfectly for this character. And, you know, she has a good British accent. So um, and overall, I think compared to everything we've spoken about this year, um, it didn't disappoint. It really didn't disappoint. In fact, I was like, holy shit, this is uh, this is pretty fucking good, man. Man, you know, I'm thinking I'm like, I'm trying to like this whole time. But like, with that kind of praise, I'm like, what did I watch this year? You know, <laughs> and. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, it's tough because, like, I I don't think he, because when, like, I'm not as high on it as you are, I would also say pay for it, but not as extreme pay for it as you're saying. Like, is I. I liked it, but also like, you know, I, I like the other, uh, I think in terms of like these villain movies. Yeah. I, I, I like Maleficent more. No, I, uh, I'm not comparing that to Maleficent at all. Like, yeah, that no, is no, the best like, one out of that. Um, I agree with Maleficent. I really like yeah. Maleficent as well. Um, but in but terms it's of different. like, yeah, when you're saying like, now it's got me thinking in terms of what I've seen this year. And I think you're right in that department. Like, I think in Listen, terms of like, uh, least like, and this most is why I said I've had it. Yeah. And specifically, you know, in bold this year, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, because I honestly expected a lot better from, you know, the horror stuff we covered, I expected better from Mortal Kombat. Um, yeah, what was it? What Godzilla was good. God's, um, but God's like, you know, Kong, but, but it wasn't not, perfect, you know? And it's not memorable. I honestly forgot, like, yeah. in terms of, like, like what we were just saying. Like, I yeah. literally just, like, we we just had to think of what we just saw, right? Like, we had to think a of A Quiet Place 2, you know, was a, a big disappointment in my opinion. 
Yeah. Um, dude, like, the same mod had some good ideas, but, I like, think, I think that in was terms also... of, like, stuff, I th- because I think going in, we had no expectations. Correct. Because, like, just to be completely honest, like, you uh, you and I kind of just skipped over it, because we we're like, yeah. oh, it's a, it's, it's a Disney movie. It's a Disney villain movie. It's like... I watched compl- it because my wife and my uh, daughter wanted to watch it, so I'm like, fuck right. it, let's just fucking and- watch it. Yeah. And I didn't see it until you told me about it. So yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Like, it, it's, but look, like, it's already getting a part two. Like, it, they, they announced they, uh, a part two's in the works already. Yeah, so, you see, like, it's, like, it's like, come on. It's like, but, chill. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say, because part two is 101 Dalmatians already. Right? Like, it, what, okay, so let's, let's get into this. Uh, much like the other Disney movies we've gotten about the, like, what have we had? We had a Maleficent. Uh, we had, I think that was it in terms of the villain one. In terms of the uh, villains, yeah. Uh, but like, listen, oh, um, yeah, a, a good ones because, um, no, yeah, that's the only yeah, one I'm trying because like, uh, the outside of that, and that doesn't count or anything like that. So. Yeah, yeah, because outside of that, we've had the. Uh, I guess it counts as part of the live action, but I feel like Cruella is something different, right? Like Cruella and Maleficent are like in their own thing. Because, yeah, like, Cruella prequels. and Maleficent are prequels, but they are like they're for sure, you know, designed like a Disney movie. You know what I mean? It's it's yeah. um, it, it still has that Disney feel, you know, but it's meant to kind of soften the edges of some of these bastards you've seen in history in Disney, you know? Yeah, because um, like uh, because uh, for instance, uh, Corella, like it makes it seem like um in the in in one on one Dalmatians, right? It makes it seem like she fucking skins dogs alive for fur and stuff like that. I uh, like uh, that though. Yeah, if this one like, doesn't get there yet. Um, yeah. if it does happen, that'd be kind of like, like, can they do that though? You know what I mean? Yeah, they can't do that these days. Exactly, like they, like, they can't do that in a live action. But that was one of the things that, that made Corella a a fucking devil you know because yeah. <laughs> she was skinning fucking dogs for their fur and stuff like that like unmercifully too um you know, yeah. you know it's funny like uh there's a lot of stuff that like uh so uh full spoiler for Coella because we're just gonna be jumping around here so the the whole idea is that like the, the origin story they made for her now like she's a young girl who sees her mother get killed by like a pack of dalmatians which is <laughs> it's very disney like it's very I, I saw disney people, yeah. Like bef- before, I got to see it myself. I saw people making fun of that, and out of context, it sounds ridiculous. I'm like, yes. oh, that's. A- I'm like, that's a bad movie. That's stupid shit. But like, but in once, the movie, yeah, yeah, once it's explained down the line, you're like, oh <laughs> shit. It's, yeah, yeah, it's very, it's very Disney. Like, it's yeah. very like, okay, this is something a Disney, a villain in a Disney movie would do. Like her, like, so we find out like Emma Thompson's whistle or whatever. Like she's the, so I know, I'm getting, I'm getting all wrapped up in this. But her thing is her. Her mom is killed by dogs, and so she seeks revenge by, like, eventually joining this fashion world and working for the... She ends up working for the lady who killed her mom, and exactly. all the, all this stuff comes out, and so Cruella and- DeVille is basically, like, the persona of, like, this real-life girl who got, you know... And- and you forgot that uh, she also t- turns out to be the daughter of the person who killed her oh, adopted mom too. Right. See, like, <laughs> that's it, why, it, like, that's the major swerve right there. Yeah, because you're right. Like, this is all to say that they're they're trying to soften the edges. Like, yeah. they're they're trying to, you know, like Maleficent. Because in Maleficent, we find out that she, you know, she's a fairy who got like her wings get like yeah. 
Yeah, that scene is super she, powerful because that's yeah, like cause, it's, cause it's she's essentially drugged. It's, yeah, it's a rape scene essentially in a you know yes in um, a Disney so, movie, dude. Yeah. Like it's so it's, so once you see that, you're like, holy shit, man! Like it's it's a justified kind of path she has you know so that was yeah that, that's why that's my favorite because they took it you know th- they were real about it it's memorable look th- that came out before my daughter was born and that was back in like 20 the summer of 2011 that came out dude and, and we're still talking about it like we just saw it yesterday yeah because you know? like i that was i good. don't uh like uh, a question i want to post to you while well, while i'm talking about this is uh your favorite one of these live action movies like in terms of like all of the ones we've seen like so i think like thinking about it it's tough but maleficent might be mine because now i'm thinking about it i'm like yeah the other ones like except maybe jungle book like jungle book is right there yeah but then have you seen part two of maleficent i haven't seen part two yet it's not as good Okay, yeah, that's why I haven't seen it because it didn't look as good. It looked very like, oh, we made enough money to make another one, so let's just kind of you know this is amp it up like, a bit. Yeah, this is why when Cruella two comes out, it's not gonna it's not gonna hit as hard. It's because not because it's like it really, they already is, they already did their story. Yeah, see, they they. It, it, this is the Disney machine, you know? <laughs> oh, it worked. Everyone paid me enough money on Premiere Access to make another one. Let's just make it like just let it simmer a little bit. Like I wish. We didn't know there was a sequel. That way, when a sequel came out, like in in a year or two, you'd be like, "Oh, look at that a sequel's coming out." Yeah, it, you know. But like, I don't need I don't I don't need another one. But obviously, it is gonna go the way of one hundred and one. Maybe <laughs> I don't know because uh, we don't know. We know at the end of Cruella, she gives the dog Pongo to um, Nandor the Relentless, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kudos to him for getting like outside yeah. of TV. Like, Disney that's, money that's for him, great. man. Make it, baby. Make it. Good for him, right? I know. Like what we do in the shadows, it's coming back soon this year. Like uh, September, I think it's coming back. Yes, in September. I'm excited about that, man. Hell yeah! Go check out that episode. Yeah, but, um, that's good shit. Yeah, yeah, so uh, Pongo is given um, to uh, that guy's – I forgot his name. And then Anita um, gets, you know, the other dog, right? So that's – and then the two dogs and one-on-one and the classic one, they meet and they fall in love and have babies and stuff like that, right? So that seems to be where it's going. But I kind of hope it stays away from it a little bit and kind of continues with this Cruella thing. I want to get to the point where she's skinning dogs. You know what I mean? <laughs> or or as close to skinny dogs as Disney can show on screen. You yeah, because like, because now, you know, now she's like this fashionista who's like also a criminal, but like a cool roguey criminal thing. Where it's yeah. like, you know, the whole uh, so the whole main main emotional climax of the film is like they, you know, her partners think that she's gonna kill this lady, you know, but she's like, no, like. The reveal is that she's above that, and it's a it's a cool little way, like you know, because we see her walking with a needle, and you're like, oh, is she gonna fucking stab her, and then fucking walk out? No, it's yeah. just it's just prickier to get her attention to like steal the thing or whatever. But like, I I do like a lot of that. Uh, that middle portion of the movie is very fun, you know, where Agreed. she's yeah. like, we see her rise up through the fashion world and shit, and like, you know, we see all the all the unique spins they put on like her Cruella looks and stuff like that. And like, uh, it's, it's very like, I know when people saw the trailer, people were like, Oh, this is Joker origin movie stuff. But 
it kind of does happen. Yeah, like, no, <laughs> it does. It's because it's because that's the villain trope, right? That's yeah, like why that's not? the whole thing. Like, yeah, that's the whole thing with villains. But like one of my favorite parts, as I said before, was it's the supporting cast for me, man. Like they just got the 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 proper actors for for their roles, even. Uh, to even the smallest role, like the guy, the manager of the retail store, he right. was fucking, he was, he was, he was great as his role. I was like, you're such a fucking prick, dude. You know? Um, so he was dope. I really liked, um, the guy from the, the clothing shop. I forgot. Um, the oh, blonde yeah. guy. That guy's like brand new, brand new. Dude. Like, I don't think he was involved in like, I don't remember a character like that in 101, right? No, like, right? no, I don't. But that guy is fucking gold. He's my favorite like person in this whole movie. He's so great. Um, it, it, you know, it also reminds me of, um, of a, a person, uh, who passed away, unfortunately, who used to manage a trash in vaudeville down, in, um, in St. Mark's. Um, yeah. here like in New York City, like th- the same kind of persona, kind of like glam rock, you know, fucking hair metal uh, looking shit, you know. That's so cool. um, that dude was awesome. I, what was the fuck? How his fucking name was in the movie? I but, don't know either, but, but like he's cool. Yeah, they, they did a good job of surrounding Emma Stone with um competent actors who were able to kind of hold her up a little bit because you know Corella is very out there and and even right um even. I can admit, you know, you know, she's over the top a little bit. Um, so you have these other actors that are able to kind of ground her performance a little bit yeah. because they're not as eccentric as she is, you know. They they um, let her they job. let her be they let her be a Disney villain. Yeah, they were like, yo, go crazy. But they, yeah. but like I said, they supported her with the proper people in order for her to go crazy, but still make it seem like, oh, this totally works because she's fucking nuts. And everybody's yeah. like normal, you know? Yeah. Because even the like, bad guys are normal compared to her, you know? They're very, they're very good about pointing out the fact that she's acting weird. Like, they're yes. very good at like, they're like, oh, yo, what's going on with this Cruella stuff? I like that they, I, that's, that's another good point. I like that they point that out. That they're like, yo, what's what's going on with this Cruella? What's going on with yeah. all this shit? Yep, yep. And then, like, uh, you know, it's funny. Like, there's a lot of stuff that's goofy, but Disney goofy, is, but also very effective. Like, um, you know, the the car scene where she gets the infamous Deville name. Yeah and, yeah, and they're like, "Oh, it's Devil," but oh, but it's pronounced Deville. But it's pronounced Deville. <laughs> that guy was great too. <laughs> it's funny because my aunt like saw that movie. And she's like, "I had no idea about that." Like this is this is literally like, and then like they're like, "Yo, this was eye opening." Yeah, like, did you see? But this that's is what, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like it's goofy for someone like me who like I'm like, oh, that's movie shit. That's stupid. Like stupid origin movie shit. Right, like, but at the same time, like, it worked for someone like my aunt who had no fucking idea, like, who never made that connection, like, that Deville is devil, you know, because you hear, yeah, Yeah. you know what it is, because you never see it spelled out, so I get it, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, but, like, that's what I'm saying, it's kudos to this movie for making stuff like that work. There's a lot, like, I think that's my ultimate point here, is there's a lot of, a lot of cheese, a lot of goofy stuff. But it's Disney. It's movie. Disney. Yeah, it's yeah, Disney. Like, like when she takes the, you know, the uh, like the sign of like of her new house. What was it? Like she makes it Hell House. Oh or yeah, hell she makes something. it Hell House. Yeah. yeah. Like, um, it's, it's so that, that was stupid, good. But it yeah. works. It, like, it's that's, Disney, you know. Um, it's Disney, and yeah. by that point, I was already all in. I I think the more I talk about it, the more I'm like, oh, okay, I like it. I I don't think I'll ever see it again. I think that's what's important, though. I don't yeah, think- I mean. I, 
a lot of movies you don't have to really see again, and this is one of them. Um, because yeah. <laughs> because if you watch it again, the impact of the story doesn't you know feel the same. You're like, oh, okay, you know, I get it. Because it's you know. stylish. You know, it's got a lot of. Uh, I think they're called. I think the official term, uh, what everybody calls them, is needle drops. Oh when, yeah, like like when the soundtrack kicks in. You know, the boots are made for walking kind of shit. Oh yeah, playing. yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you get a lot that, of that in this movie, it, and it, you know what? Good. Like you brought it up too in a conversation we had off air where like the movie feels like a music video right yes um, yeah. yes good point. um and uh it's true it, it's it's one like continuous music video after another you know it's like you're watching right. an hour like block on mtv like back in the 90s <laughs> when, they, when they actually had music right and um it's, you know yeah, what it works. If, if there's anyone who could like if there's any company that can fucking pay for all that and do all of that oh, it's it's dizzy i guess right like you have to create it you have to you have to grade it. You have to grade <laughs> it. You have to grade it on the Disney curve, right? Yes, like you, you have to. You have to be like, in terms of a Disney movie, where is it on the Disney movie experience spectrum? So I guess going back to that original question, Arturo, like think about that a little bit. If you had to place no, this no. in, <laughs> there's no, there's no thinking for me, man, when it comes okay. to this. So specifically, live action. Yes, the live action one because that's uh, easier. Yeah, live action Disney movie or live action like villain thing. But there hasn't been any like. Yeah, that's what's like you. It's Joker. That's what's like. <laughs> yeah. But like, no, but, okay. So, so you're asking live action Disney movie. Yeah, yeah. In terms of these live action ones, we've got like these reimagining. You know, we got so listing it out for you. Uh, we got Jungle Book. We have Aladdin. We have Lion King. We have uh, uh, no, no Lion King. You can burn that one <laughs> off the bat. Uh, that was terrible um, because Lion King is my favorite animated Disney movie. My favorite Disney, my favorite live action non you know reimagining though is uh, D two the Mighty Ducks. By the way, so go watch that one Disney Plus. All right, you know. Fuck yeah. yeah! I was like, you, you know what? That's fair. I, um, I, I, I asked the question too open endedly, but but like- uh, but, <laughs> but the reimagining. Um, that's a very good question. Yeah, because um, there's there's Beauty and the Beast. There's Cinderella, Lady the Tramp was one. Mulan, uh, <laughs> Dumbo. That's right. There's been a whole like fucking. We've had a lot of them. A, a whole slew of reimaginings, like back to back to back, man. But yeah. you know what though? Like they've all been very um not really disappointing because I wasn't expecting anything. But they've all kind of been a little let down every time I watch one of them. Honestly, um, yeah. The one I kind of you know what I'm gonna say Jungle Book because I really enjoyed that story. They did a um. A, Favreau, of, of course. The guy's a fucking a Disney like machine. That guy. Um, yeah, you're right. Yeah, he did a great fucking job um, with that movie, and specifically because uh, Mowgli, because um, you had um, a human being actually in the movie. Um, this is why um, the Lion King didn't work well because lions don't emote, you know, in real right. life. So they they look like fucking regular lions. So you lose all that emotion from the actual. Um, lion performances when you know you try to make them too real but it works in jungle book because of mowgli and and the connection um he has uh, to these animals and he is uh, uh the emotional core and they make they use a bunch of different animals that can actually emote 
You know, they have uh, like a bunch of uh, like uh, primates and they have Mm -hmm. um, bears where bears are, you know, like with the honey and stuff like that. Um, So they did a good job of picking and choosing the animals. Obviously, it's a good story. (laughs) So um, uh, um, Scar Joe as the snake was great. So I think that one worked really well. But yeah, but like, does that really count as like a live action? Because there's like one person, though, you know? Yeah. I um, it counts, though. You know what? Because... Because Lion King counts as live action remake, and uh, it, it's it's uh, a computer, it's an animated movie. Yeah, so like, Jungle Book. I'd say Jungle Book, man. Yeah, yeah, I would. I would agree. Uh, the only I would say Jungle Book and maybe Beauty and the Beast, if you want. In terms oh of like, yeah, that's right. It, everything but Emma Watson. Yeah, I because if you wanted a live action version of the same movie, Beauty and the Beast works. Yes, like, uh, I totally yeah. forgot about them. But yeah, I really enjoyed that one but too. But that's yeah. also the problem is that you totally forgot about it. Like yeah. if you if you're seeking it out, like you'll watch the animated one. Like that's just the thing, right? Like I you know, know what? Like my kids like the live action one. I think more than the animated one. But they'll watch either or. Um, right. We saw it in theaters too. It was uh, that's a fun movie. I just didn't really like um, Emma Watson as playing Belle. She was very like just drone faced you know uh too bad for her but she was good at her money though so what's up but yeah dude uh cruella was a good movie kudos Um, to emma stone you know for for like she like fully committed and it it would have fallen apart this is honestly the best i've seen emma stone i think she's uh like i'm not i'm not saying she's the greatest i'm not saying she's the worst either but you know she's touted as 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 she's highly touted but I've never really seen her like that. So I'm glad, you know, she was able to kind of, you know, you know, pull this off well and, and make it her own. Yeah. Like something different. I yeah. agree. Like this yeah. is like, this is showing another layer of stuff. It's not, yeah. Like, it's not like a real life quirky comedy kind of shit where yeah. it's like, we get it. You're the cute girl next door kind of shit. And, and or, then you pull or off like, some heist. Or like some Oscar drama that she's in or some Some shit period like piece, right? Yeah. Yeah. Where like, she's like no. a pilgrim. You're right. This is this is another layer. She's clearly having a good time, you know, and we have a good time watching it. And, yeah, you know, I had I had a great time watching it. Um, oh, and then Emma Thompson's great. You know, yeah, just Emma Thompson her out is there, great. Like, yep, as as the mom, pretty she, much. Corella's she's mom. always like Emma Thompson's always great. Yeah, so that's Emma, the thing, right? Like Mrs. Potts is always on point, eh? <laughs> right? Um, yeah, she was also in Beauty and the Beast, you know. So Emma Thompson is, you know, dude, you is, know, is a Disney regular. You know, if they do part two, you got to bring Glenn Close into it. Like, you, you can't, like... like you have to work OG, her in. As the OG live-action Cruella DeVille. Like, she's alive and kicking. She's going to have to play some kind of other adversary or something. She's, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, she, you got to do it. Like, Disney's got to do it. I I don't, like, give her her give her, her, her credit. Like, because she was the live-action Cruella before that she was. was the thing. She, she was, was the live action thing before that was the thing. Like she yeah. was the remake before it's, that it, was the thing. It's true. It's true, man. I think that one was one of the first ones that, that Disney actually made yep. live action, right? Yep. For one sure. Dalmatians. Yep. And Yo, then, and they, uh, what, they had uh, a Glenn Close. They had a, a Jeff Daniels, right? Yes. Yes. And uh, it was, it's good. I remember, I remember liking that live action. Yeah, there it, we was go. Fun. See? it was fun. Maybe good uh, as my recommendation. I never give these out, but go check out that one. It's on yeah. Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go check out the original 101 Dalmatians, right? And uh, if you get a chance, also uh, go check out Maleficent. Uh, we highly recommend it. It's a good story. 
Um, and you find out why she's such a bitch in the future. So it's, uh, <laughs> she's um, but uh, so, yeah, folks, I hope you enjoyed the episode. And uh, also, folks, we got so busy last week bashing the Conjuring universe that I forgot to say happy Pride Month. Um, everyone, yes. love is love. Be free. Um, be safe. OK, don't forget to wash your hands. OK. Oh, yeah. Um, especially now. Yeah. Especially now, you know, <laughs> especially and please wear your mask wherever you're told to. All right. Um, and get, yeah, get your vaccine. Get all that <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Yes. Go get fucking vaccinated, please. So we can go back to su- somewhat of a normal life. Right. Um, and uh, and thank you again for joining us. Thank you all for checking us out on the on the socials on facebook on twitter on instagram and check out the website and check out the more cast on instagram and twitter um thank you so much to glenn for the music thank you dell for the artwork um thank you all for listening thank you mr nick valdez for being so awesome at what you do i am arturo padilla the guy behind the face and remember folks it's a scary world out there but we're here to walk you through it